Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Central Texas Living with Ann Harder. Music is the universal language of mankind. So says Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. And to me, one of the worst aspects of this pandemic and lockdown is the silencing of music concerts that we need for our very souls. Now, the Baylor Symphony Children's Concert Series is coming up on its 74th year. Just think about that. Up to 6,000 area elementary students come to Waco Hall. They hear a concert and they learn about the musical instruments that make up the orchestra. And for many years, I don't even know how many, it's been my privilege to serve as narrator for these concerts. And that's how I've gotten to know my very special guests today. It's my honor to welcome Stephen Hyde, who is music director, conductor of the Waco Symphony, and the Mary Franks Thompson Professor of Orchestral Studies and conductor in residence at Baylor. And I also welcome Matt Hagestoon, who is Baylor School of Music graduate student in conducting. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you very much, Ann. I tell you what, the children's symphonies, that is the joy of my heart to be involved with this because of, of what it does for these fourth and fifth graders. What, how does, what does it mean to you, Stephen? Well, first of all, I want to thank you for that, Ann, because you've been such an important part of it for many, many years. And we're, we're just so honored to have you as, as a part of our Baylor Symphony family. Uh, these, I think these concerts are really, it's a, it's a first of all, obviously a, a window into the, 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 the world of music for these children. But I think it's so much more, too. For many of them, they've never perhaps been on a bus and gone out of their neighborhood. That's hard to believe, but it, but it is true. And all of a sudden, they're on, on campus of a large university, and it's just an opening of their eyes to the potential of the world, and, and it's exciting. And we, we enjoy these concerts so much, we're really going to miss that live audience this year. But we're always amazed with how wonderfully they're prepared and how what a great audience they are. They listen and they clap at the right times, and it's it's always a great pleasure. Now, Matt, you're you're kind of wrapping up your time at Baylor, right? That's, that's true. Yes. For how many years now have you also conducted some of these selections for the children's concerts? I think this will this is the fourth yeah. concert, but it's been spread out. It's not been consistent, uh, you know, consecutive years. Mm-hmm. I don't think, um, but I think this will be the fourth time um that i've been a part of it 
and uh, it's it is really a privilege. Uh, and over the last eight years that I've been in Waco, I've always known about the children's concerts or or been a part of them, and and just know how important it is to everybody. Well, you know, really, it's it's something that may be a little bit unique. It's sad to think that in in other areas they may not have this kind of opportunity for children, uh, but something that's been consistent for decades upon decades. Um, I can say from from my standpoint as narrator, standing on the stage watching these kids come in, and, the, and to kind of tell you how it works, there are three separate concerts that happen because there are so many children. And we're talking about 6,000 kids. And what does Waco Hall seat? It seats about 2,300, I believe. Right. Yeah. So it's pretty packed. I mean, there are kids all the way in the balcony and every, and getting all these little kids in and out is is it's like a military operation that's exactly the word that i was going to use yeah <laughs> it, it is you know we, and for that we thank the waco symphony council because those are the they, ladies that have been doing it they facilitate it so beautifully everybody knows what their role is and they they assemble and they walk the kids into the right seats and out in the parking lot the police department's there and they're parking buses because of course we're really, really careful when you're moving that many little ones in and out of a parking situation that it has to be safe. And the Baylor police have been a great friend and and helper in that in that military operation. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's 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 quite a machine <laughs> to see this work year after year. Um, but what I love is is when I see these kids come in, they're excited, you know, and they've for many of them have never been in Waco Hall, and what a beautiful you know, concert hall that is. It's just so majestic and big. And and uh, then when they hear the first strains of the orchestra, maybe for them the first time to hear a live orchestra, they some of them literally jump in their seats. It's, it's so <laughs> cute. And then some are conducting. And, you know, I remember one little girl, she was in she was in a velvet dress with pearls. I mean, she was dressed to go to the one boy, clip on tie, you know. Uh, so, so it's a big deal to these mm-hmm. children, too. You know, and Coming at it from the other perspective, what it does for my students, I think, is important right. because they're sharing their gift and and they're not just taking, they're giving something back to the community. And many of them, of course, will continue to do this because they're going into education and they'll be involved in these kind of projects for, for the, their whole career. So I think it's an important opportunity for them to maybe get some ideas how to do it, too. But I'm so thankful for the students of the Baylor Symphony because they are so positive. We have a we have a motto, integrity with humility. And they really epitomize that. Well they do and it's an all day thing because we have a concert at nine and then one a little bit after eleven mm-hmm. and then another one at one. Mm-hmm. I mean it's a it's a workout. And for some of your trumpet players, you had to kind of, if they had a really difficult line, you know, you had to kind of of spell them a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes they they, uh, will spell each other and and substitute. But also it's a good, it's a good kind of test for them because it's in a professional situation. Yes. You have to come through three times and it's not just that one performance. You have to pace yourself through three. Well, Matt, you you have... uh, also conducted some of the some of the pieces. I'm trying to think of a lot, some of the ones that you did. Oh, the, the magic stand- flute, oh. uh, the Strauss, um, Zarathustra, uh, the fanfare from that. Oh yeah. There was La Mer uh, last First year. movement. Yeah. The, the yeah. It, there's just been so many uh, wonderful pieces that um, we've been able to uh, 
perform for the children. So, Well, we're reminiscing about all these great concerts and, and what a joy it is for us, us to be involved in it. But sadly, that is not happening this year because, I mean, we just simply can't get. Well, first of all, you can't get the whole orchestra on the stage with social no, distancing. We can't. You know, we have enough probably stage uh, space to, to get the strings on. But, of course, they're one on a stand. They can't sit next to each other. They right, and be. usually they kind of share yeah. music, you know. And then they have to stand or sit six feet apart. So mm-hmm. it's, and then plus the audience, you can only get 400 people. I say only 400. It's a huge hall. But yeah. by the time you socially distance, 400. And so. The drop in the bucket. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, it, and it's a big deal, I think, to the children. I remember, this is going back, but as a student at Dean Highland Elementary, when I was in the fourth grade, you were a big kid because you got to go to Children's Symphony. And, of course, back then, we didn't have all the buses. Mo- moms, you know, carpooled all these kids over there. But I can remember going into Waco Hall for the first time, hearing a symphony for the first time, Dean Sternberg, conducting and they did Peter and the Wolf and it was just such a wonderful experience Mm -hmm. for me as a fourth grader and then got to go the next year and the next year well of course this year we're not having it lord willing we will next year so hopefully these fourth and fifth graders the fourth graders last year got to come Mm -hmm. to a great concert and then maybe they can still come Mm-hmm. next year even, even though they're missing this this year right they used to get two years right so uh yeah i'm sorry for them but we're going to do our best to provide a, a very fine experience for them anyway okay so let's talk about that matt mm-hmm. um you are just the wizard at uh, video production too i mean i've seen some of the great videos that uh school of music has up i bet you've done have you done a lot of them uh, probably 90, 90% of them. <laughs> well, it was great. I was just watching the, the, the jazz, the, uh, mm. the Baylor jazz group, and they were all blowing their horns through masks. I don't know how they did that. It's a, it's a mystery <laughs> to me too. <laughs> really? How did they do that? And they sounded great. Well, they have, um, they have at the end of the instruments, if it has a bell, they have a cover for the right, bell. Right. They had a cover on so the, the aerosols don't escape from there, but also, um, they do wear masks and then they have, they have a little door that opens. Okay, up. if they had, a, they had to have a slit. So, but still, to breathe in the air. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know about horn playing, but do you breathe through your nose? To well, I mean, or, when I when I played brass, which was about a million years ago, <laughs> I, I would breathe through both. But I, yeah. I mean, it's it's not got to it's got to not be easy. Yeah, I uh, I haven't tried playing anything with a mask, but <laughs> well, bottom line is there there's a, a lot now online that mm-hmm. you can enjoy. You can't go to concerts necessarily although do you have any that are happening that folks can we, come to yeah well we we don't let the audience in ah, okay and that's a baylor rule but oh. but we've been live streaming all okay. the concerts so there are dozens of concerts they can if they go to the school of music website there's a link there you just touch and you click on it and it'll take you right to the live stream of the evening so you can still hear and we have a lot of people saying Oh, I enjoyed that. So they're listening. Good, good, good. Well, maybe more, become more aware of it. Um, as far as children's, uh, the Children's Symphony uh, concert series, though, music teachers, obviously, they're kind of our key point person because in the past they've gotten whole packets of information that Paula Hoover has put together for them uh, on the different um, uh, composers and, and whatever they'll be hearing during that one-hour concert. Um, this year's different, though. 
Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like a series of videos that they can download and, and watch in their classroom with the kids. Or, or from home. Or from home, yeah, right. Yeah. Homeschoolers. I mean, we're going to try to get the word out to everybody that these videos are available, and they're short, mm-hmm. and they're going to focus on the different families of the orchestra. Yeah, we have about six episodes uh, queued up. Uh, we're creating uh, content for each of those from each of the different families, the strings, the brass, the woodwinds, the percussion, keyboards, and harp, and also... Uh, the last episode, which is the full ensemble, uh, which was pre-recorded um, from past concerts with the Veil of Christmas. Um, since it's coming up into December now, <laughs> it seems fitting that we would end with uh, something along those lines. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a really cool opportunity, uh, it being virtual, you know, in, in the way that you couldn't uh, necessarily see the instruments as up close. Um, in Waco Hall, you'll be able to see them very closely. Right. In, you get the camera right up there. Correct. The, you'll mm-hmm. be able to see, you know, um, the texture of the instruments or the, you know, you get to see how their fingers are moving the valves or, you know, oh, the tuba player, he's he's moving the slide like to change pitch. Like, that's cool. You can't see that from, you know, 50, 100 feet away. Uh, so that's, you know, that's a that's something neat that's going to come out of this is the kids are going to get that opportunity to see something super close. So each individual one, seven minutes. I mean, they're not terribly long. Yeah, about seven, seven or eight minutes is what we're projecting mm-hmm. they're going to be. So which is which is great, and and you'll have the individual instruments being sort of showcased, and then an ensemble. Correct. Will play a play a specific um, you know composition. Correct, and that instrumentation is within each family. So for the string family, we'll show the string instruments in demonstrations. Uh, Baylor students will be doing those demonstrations and then we'll transition into a piece just for strings. Um, in this case, it's going to be the Tchaikovsky Serenade. It's an excerpt from the first uh, and fourth movement. And then for the brass, it's the Vienna Philharmonic Fanfare. Ooh. And uh, for the woodwinds, it's a Cuban piece. Um, you know, fun, fun yeah. stuff like that. It's, it's going to be really neat because each family will be represented individually. So. Mm-hmm. And I want I want to brag on Matt just a little <laughs> bit because he's not going to brag, and boy, am I going to miss him. He'll, I know he's going to graduate, I believe, in December, right? I hope so. Yeah, uh, but I I rely so much on him, and he's so creative, and he's got so many ideas. This is his. This year is Matt's Matt's baby, and he's put this all together in a very very, I think, informative but enjoyable way, and. You know, Matt is just an amazing person, not only a fine conductor, but he has, he's a thinker, and he has some ideas about ways that, that classical art music can be presented that are more engaging than we traditionally have done. And I'm really convinced that, that some of his ideas, as he continues to develop them, could have a wide impact on the world of art music and the world of film, too. I know you you are a whiz at uh, editing in the in the video studio as well. Um, but you've been mentioned to me possibly translating these. Yeah, it's something that uh, if we're going to continue to put it out to the community, um, you know, it's really easy to add subtitles yeah. or closed captioning. And, you know, that's something that we could uh, we could in the future develop for, you know, the Spanish speaking community in our in our cities or, um, you know, other languages, too. Uh, but that's something that, you know, we could easily, you know, do um, for that uh, for that community that maybe doesn't have access to, um, you know, understanding the 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 videos in English um, mm-hmm. because they don't they don't uh, they don't speak English or they come from a community where Spanish is the primary language. 
And then that allows us to, to reach those people um, with this information as well. And then I also am really passionate about developing content in other languages, uh, specifically, um, you know, starting in those languages too, not just uh, translation, but um, that's a long, long way down the line. Uh, but it's something that I think is really important because when we provide content for students, especially in their native language, in the language that they feel most comfortable in, um, that's uh, incredibly helpful. So. Well, and of course, music is that universal language, and and it speaks to us. So when when will these become being available? Is it going to be like a podcast where we're going to drop the strings this week and next week we'll do the woodwinds or the brass and do, the, do it kind of sequentially? That's the plan. So when we have the, the string video done, for example, uh, we'll be able to, to launch that video. Um, that'll be after the first week of November because we, again, have to take that time to film it in that first week. Right, you, have, so. you haven't even shot all the... Correct. pieces of the music yet correct and when we do have all those queued up and all ready to go we'll be dropping them in november throughout the throughout the month probably a little more than every week because that way we'll be able to get them out before the end of the month um but there'll be some space in between and then they'll all continue to be available uh, all the way um through the rest of the end of the year and beyond that so they can be accessed at any time oh sure and the, and the last one as you say is going to be some video from years past of baylor symphony christmases with the choir mm -hmm. and in introducing the the human voice as an instrument and also talk to uh, conductors there'll be like little short interviews with like steven i would assume uh, about what it's like to keep everybody together yeah it's great fun yeah <laughs> Because uh, Baylor Christmas is, uh, you know, it's uh, an entity onto itself, <laughs> you know, very much like children's concerts. It's a military operation <laughs> in a lot of ways uh, because there's all the technical aspects of it, but there's also the, the musical aspects and the logistics. And, and uh, for a conductor, you know, we get to collaborate with these huge ensembles. And, you know, during COVID, uh, we, we don't have that same, uh, that same size of group. But I think it's important to to showcase, you know, that aspect of it, because um, as a conductor, it takes a lot of uh, a lot of uh, collaboration and a lot of um, skills to from everybody involved working together uh, to put all of these concerts on and to uh, to share them with other people. You know, and uh, and and those a Baylor Christmas, it's called. Um, have wide a wide audience and I, I really congratulate my colleagues in the choral side because they do all the organization and the orchestra plays and accompanies and then we have our own feature but th those uh, those performances are heard all literally all across the country I know there's at least 15 states and I think there's more than that this year so it really spreads the name of Baylor but also it, it provides opportunities for people who don't have access maybe to live Christmas music, a real quality program. So we're proud of that. Well, and since we're kind of in bragging mode, the Baylor Symphony won another big accolade. Yeah, we, there's a, I know the trumpet group, they're always winning. I mean, big time prizes. Yeah. There's a, there's a national prize called the American prize. And, um, in the university, college division the baylor symphony just won it for the fifth time out of the last six years that's incredible we came in second one time <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're proud of our students and the hard work that they and the talent and also it's it takes a village uh, those studio teachers who've 
help to recruit these students and then develop their talent and and it's it's really a, a huge endeavor and a team effort and so I it's a thing that we sh- you know it's not just the Baylor Symphony it's a whole group the support of the university and the School of Music and all of that. Well, I, I believe very strongly in the, the work of the uh, Baylor School of Music, and um, my aunt uh, endowed a scholarship in my name, and she said, where do you want it to be? And, of course, I think everybody thought it would be in, you know, communications department, something, a radio, TV, something. I said, I want it in the School of Music <laughs> because and we're so I know these students, they enrich the world. And for so many of them now, Matt, you, you know, you're going to go on and do something great in conducting in music. But a lot of those students, they major in music and then they end up being an accountant or a doctor or they, you know, they do other things. Um, but music just enriches our lives, enriches our world. And so that, that's why I said, I don't care if it goes to a template player or you know whoever yeah. you need to recruit. Yeah. I, I want that. A lot of them have gone to choral singers, but uh, choral music folks. But um, anyway, I'm just so so proud of that. Well, and as, as somebody who, who doesn't just do music either, like I've been doing video and I've right. been a technician You're great for a at long that. time, yeah. like participating in music, even though, you know, music is what I spend all my time doing as a, as a person who works in other fields, music continues to um, enrich myself, but also my colleagues in those fields as well. So when you're saying like, you know, somebody, you know, they went to school to be an accountant, but they played in the Baylor Symphony. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, what an incredible testament yeah. to the, uh, the experience that they can take from that with them as they go into their, into their job, into their business, into, into their life, because it all, it always stays with you. It never, it never will, you know, leave you because it always, uh, it always reminds you of things that are beautiful or things that are um, enriching or things that uh, you don't want to forget. And again, these, uh, these videos will be available coming up um, in November. Mm-hmm. And uh, they can find them where? They can find them on the Baylor Music YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go into the search bar, all you got to do is type in Baylor Music. It'll be one of those uh, one of those results that comes up. And uh, you can see the logo there with the BU. And uh, just click on that, and you'll be able to find them in our videos list. I think we're also going to put them on the, uh, the Waco Symphony Council website, mm-hmm. a link. So if they're accustomed to usually getting their preparation materials from the from the council, they can also go there and we'll have the links up there. Wow. Well, we still have to talk about the Waco Symphony, but what we'll do is uh, use that as a tease for next week. Stephen, if you can stay and chat with me for next week about Waco Symphony, what we'll do is uh, thank you both for being with us today. And we'll end with a little recorded promo that we did uh, about the uh, series of videos that will be taking the place of the children's concerts this year. And I hope you'll go to the Baylor YouTube channel. Again, that exact address. The uh, Baylor Music YouTube channel. Baylor Music YouTube channel, and they'll be available for you there. Thank you both so much. Thank you, Ann. Thank you. Hi, I'm Ann Harder on the beautiful Baylor campus in front of the Glennis McCrary Music Building. You know, it's been an unbroken tradition since 1946 that area school children have been able to come to Waco Hall and hear the Baylor Symphony Orchestra in the children's concert series. This year, the 74th year, 
we can't meet together in person for concerts, but we've done something a little different. We have produced a series of videos that introduce the children to the various members of the musical orchestral family. The strings, the brass, the woodwinds, percussion, harp, and keyboards. And uh, these will be available for teachers to use in their classroom, for parents to use at home. We just hope you'll enjoy it as you uh, will see the talent of our Baylor musicians and uh, as we try to make this wonderful experience of music alive for children. This will be available to you on the Baylor Music YouTube channel. Thanks for listening. Central Texas Living is part of the Rogue Media Network family. Be sure to check out their other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate us five stars on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Join us again soon for more Central Texas Living, the podcast. guide through Waco. I'm here to tell you all the goings-on in and around Waco. I'm going to give you the 411 on what's happening, what's going on, and what events you should go to. This is your host, Debbie, signing off. Now that you know, go. Just go, Waco. Are you building a new business while managing a family? Are you tired of trying to balance home and work and everything seems to be coming up short? Then there's a podcast made just for you. Baking Your Business from Scratch is where we create the perfect recipe for building a successful business while managing your home and family with love. Come join us and see for yourself. This has been Globe Media Network Podcast.